Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine and radio show for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. I do thank you for listening to our show today. I'm also thanking those who might be listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana and Abear's Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn more about the Robinson Film Center here in the Shreveport area. So stay tuned to the show for some very beneficial information. It is Saturday November the 19th, and we're broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the November issue, The Best of Times, at one of our 270 distribution locations. I will tell you, this issue has been very popular. There are very few copies of our publication throughout the Arklatex area. Remember, you can always visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to download and view both current and past issues of our magazine. In addition, you can uh, view the 2023 Silver Pages Senior Resource directory. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Great news, our friends at Ernest Arlene's has brought back the Best of Times special dinner each and every Thursday from 4.30 p.m. to closing with fabulous meals at highly discounted price of only $25. It is highly recommended due to the popularity of this Thursday night special to make reservations by calling 318 226 1325. Again, that's 318-226-1325. In addition, we also encourage you to visit Ernest Arlene's every Wednesday, where he has the Speakeasy Wednesday specials. So make sure you call for advanced reservations to attend those those special dinners on Wednesday. And again, the phone number is 318 318- 226-1325. Last week, we discussed the upcoming 2022 Christmas in the Sky, the gala fundraiser to be held on Saturday, December the 10th at Louisiana Downs in Bossier City. It is something that you should attend. It will amaze you and your loved ones. It's a remarkable experience. You can always visit, learn more information about them, and always visit their website at www.2022sky.com. Again, that's 2022. 22sky.com or call their their phone number is 318-673-6500 again 318-673-6500 we'll be right back with more information but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible you're listening to the best of times radio hour here on news radio 710 keel probably presented by aarp louisiana and ebears standing country of shreveport your dodge chrysler ram and jeep dealer Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel.
Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and A-Bear's Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest. It's Mr. Wendell Riley, who is the executive director of our fabulous Robinson Film Center located here in Shreveport. So thank you, Wendell, for joining us today on the Best of Times. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning to you. So, I've been fascinated by what you've told me and what I've read in our, our, our wonderful publications, SB and uh, 318 Forum, about your your history and your life story. Is God, you could write a you could write a movie about that, Wendell. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I have a, a a bit of a, a colorful past. Um, definitely, you know, I, you know, most people when they meet me after about ten seconds, they they go, "Where are you from?" And then I tell them I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. And the second question is, well, why are you in Shreveport? <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, I've been in, in Shreveport, Louisiana for about uh, 12 or 13 years. Um, I came to the U.S. in 1996, which seems like a really long time ago, but it also seems like yesterday. I <laughs> uh, studied uh, marketing in Baltimore, Maryland at uh, Morgan State University. Oh, okay. I worked up there for a few years, then moved down to Southwest Virginia. I did my master's, my MBA at Radford University, which is very close to Virginia Tech. Um, and then came to Shreveport in about 2009. So my wife at the time, she's actually a faculty member at LSUS. Um, so we came here for, for for the university, essentially. Wow. Yeah. So you came here because of her or it's yeah, just like I, an opportunity to? Yeah, I came I came as a house husband uh, okay. at the time because uh, she had gotten her Ph.D. So I came along. And um, I found the film industry here. I would say the film industry sort of found me. Um, before that, uh, because, you know, having a, a business background, I'd, I'd been working in some corporate jobs. Um, and I, um, through a short contract that I had with a local uh, app development firm, um, I found my way to Moonbot Studios. Fantastic. And uh, yes. the rest is history. You know, that, that sort of changed the trajectory of my life and, and you know. Um, you fell in love with film. But initially you weren't there to be hired as a, a film no, associate. Yeah. No, so I, I was brought on to help them with their HR and recruiting. Um, so, you know. It, Bill needed a lot of recruiting, right? Absolutely. That, that, so <laughs> so the studio had just come off of the Oscar win. Um, which which gave us a lot of um, credibility in the industry. So, I mean, I was literally recruiting against studios like Disney and, and DreamWorks, wow. uh, SKG, uh, re- recruiting against cities uh, such as Los Angeles, California, and, and <laughs> New York, and Montreal. Um, and trying to tell those re- particular applicants, this is what we have. The little our little city is not that little. It has everything you might abs- need. Yeah, and you, don't you have know, to fight the traffic in L.A. Okay, exactly. But <laughs> you know, at that time, the the film industry, even outside of Moonbot Studios, was really vibrant. Um, it 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 was easy to recruit people because I could drive them around and show them like the facade of of the White House that they built um, right outside. Um, what is now the uh, Brookshire's Arena? Brookshire's Arena, right. uh, yeah, because uh, they were filming um, Olympus Has Fallen at the time, 
And, you know, it it was not uncommon to just see movie stars shopping in, in Brookshire's or, or just having a coffee at Starbucks or hanging out down at the Remington or Stray Cat. Um, so it was a really fun time to be in Shreveport. Um, and, and, uh, you know, fortunately we've been able to retain some of, some of that legacy here in town and RFC Robinson Film Center is, is definitely a part of that. Well, we're, again, we're happy you're here. We hope you stay here a while and don't move on to bigger and better places. <laughs> no, I, listen, I, I have no intention of, of, um, of leaving anytime soon. I, I have a daughter here. Um, I, I did have the opportunity to go elsewhere. Um, when Moonbot Studios left Shreveport, um, or, or the, the iteration of Moonbot that I worked for. Um, but I chose to stay in Shreveport. Um, awesome. there, there are many things that I love about, about living in this region. Um, not, no traffic is huge, right? Um, yeah. having lived in the Northeast close to that Washington DC corridor, it, it was horrible. And LA is just as bad. And we have um, fine restaurants. We have fine culture. We, you know, we have great Broadway shows. We have great, a great symphony and opera. We have absolutely. almost every and theater, yeah, you know, little theaters. And, and it's also very accessible. And that's, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, I want to, to, uh, reinforce with our community is that we have a really vibrant and well supported arts community here. And it should be for everyone. It shouldn't feel like, just for certain populations here in Shreveport. Um, so that is one of the missions that I have in in, in my stewardship of, of Robinson Film Center. So we're excited that you found yourself here in Shreveport, and then you found yourself involved with the Robinson Film Center. So tell our listeners a little bit, how did that come about? Well, um, you know, I, I, I've been aware of or had been aware of RFC since, you know, since I got here um, and I, I had really wonderful experiences and, and you can't work in the film industry in Shreveport and not be aware of Robinson or not show up True. at Robinson multiple times just because of the nature of the programming at the center. Um, the fact that uh, RFC is a focal point for film festivals like Louisiana Film Prize, um, out north Louisiana, which is the 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 name of the former uh, gay and lesbian film festival here in Shreveport. Uh, we have the Shreveport Urban Film Festival. There's so many things that that um, sort of center around uh, film in this town, and RFC is at the core of that in many ways. Um, so at, I was uh, at Louisiana State University Shreveport as their director of media and external relations uh, for four years. Um, and um, the the board president, Anna Gleason, and Rich Hansel, who's a good friend of mine uh, and also a filmmaker, they both approached me on, on separate occasions and asked me if I would be interested in taking on the role of um, executive director. And they... They came to me with this whole pitch that I was a perfect fit for it because I had a, <laughs> a business background. I was also a filmmaker, um, but then also having an understanding of, of um, higher education and education in general and being passionate about that because that's a big part of what we do at RFC. Um, and they, they honestly, they, they sort of just wore me down because uh, I was, I was happy at, at LSUS. Uh, I had a great time. I've, I, I met and worked with some amazing folks there. Um, Larry Clark, uh, who, who I worked for directly. Um, he's, he's an amazing chancellor. Um, but, 
um, they 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 made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and oh. eventually I said yes. That's a good line. <laughs> Do you remember that line back in nineteen whatever it was? <laughs> I think very, it was seventy seventy seven, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. seventy seven. But you were only four years old. Right? I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Well, no, again. So, is this? Would you classify this your dream job? Um, I try to. I, just, my personality is always to to be very selective about the opportunities that I take on, right? So that I don't ever have to worry about whether or not this is a dream job for me or not. I mean, in many ways it is, but I spent a lot of time in my early career not enjoying what I did. I always joke that I had my midlife crisis in like my 20s because I've always been passionate about film. I mean, I grew up on film um, even all the way down in Trinidad and Tobago, I, I loved movies ever since I can remember. Like I, I have very vivid memories of being in in the cinema as a child. Um, so now, as I've gotten a lot older and I, 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 I have a good sense of who I am. Um, you know, LSUS was a dream job in many ways for me. RFC is also a dream job in many ways for me. And and ultimately what it comes down to is the ability to um, try to make a positive impact in our community, whether it's through education or through the medium of film or through education in the context of film. You know, um, I, I'm just having a great time. Well, I'm glad you, you brought up the fact, you know, some people take a job and after several years they get so frustrated why did i do this yeah. and they're not happy I, I see that all over our town and some young people and elder elder people that you know you sometimes you have to move on and, yeah and luckily sometimes you do it yourself but others force you out uh, you you start getting not as productive and not enthusiastic for the you know rah-rah for the team and you move on and you excel at the new position that you might be absolutely taking. yeah i'm a firm believer in Figuring out what you want to do by sometimes doing things that you realize you don't want to do. That's true. Um, and, you know, the funny thing is even in, in jobs that I had where I, I, I was not fulfilled, um, I still lean on some of those experiences and some of the things that I've learned and I apply them to my current role. So every every day is an opportunity to learn. Every day is an opportunity to get better. And it's surprising how you know uh things that you don't expect to be the big lessons in your life they <laughs> they actually end up being being those those watershed moments um and and you only realize that with the benefit of hindsight you know they say youth is wasted on the young <laughs> <laughs> very good yeah very, i've i've certainly learned that very good so Robinson Film Store. Let's get let's get into the promotion of that. I will I will tell you the Best of Times magazine and radio show on our website has promoted it since its inception some fifteen years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Next year will be our fifteenth year. So we're we are in the planning stages of of uh, something really special. Uh, awesome. So we can look at the legacy of RFC in in this region. Because I, I you know I I've, I've been to your website I can't remember hopefully they've got some history but you know a lot of people don't remember it it took some 
a lot of teamwork to get it done. Get it done. And downtown, I was, was going to ask you a question about downtown. I've had many people, why is it located downtown? Well, a lot of movie theaters are downtown in the old days, correct? Absolutely, yeah. And that, that was very deliberate. Um, just um, a couple of days, uh, a few days ago when we, when we watched um, uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, um, you know, one of the, I had a moment while watching the film um, uh, at Silver Screenings, uh, sponsored by AARP. I wanted to throw that in there. Good deal. Um, to to I realized how much of an engineering feat it was to actually build that large theater that we have, right? Because it it basically spans the basement floor and our first floor, and then our mezzanine floors on top of it, and. Um, even talking to folks who were um, involved in its inception, uh, Jeff Hendricks from uh, Centenary, um, it took years of planning and preparation and begging and and you know working with so many um, uh, different stakeholders in the community to pull it off. The fact that RFC exists and uh, exists downtown, as you said, as you rightly pointed out, is a miracle. Um, it is a special, special place, and I, I take my role um, as executive director um, with a with a an enormous amount of responsibility. I see it as more of a stewardship. Um, Good point. Um, because it it's a it's a vital uh, piece of not only the arts community but the downtown community here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, it's it's a beautiful inside and exterior. I mean, it doesn't have a large facade, but but the inside it's it's totally remarkable. One more thing, I think I, I, you need to focus on our. We're going to talk about a lot of the activities. There's many people out there, especially the ones that move in the area, Wendell, that think the Robinson Film Center is only to show movies and tell them it's got lots more. We uh, movies are the focal point of what we do, but we do so much more. Uh, we have a full service bistro, uh, restaurant and bar, Abbey Singers. Uh, we have a robust um, uh, catalog of education programs that we have, uh, not only for K through 12 students, but also for adult learners. Um, and we're leaning heavily into workforce development in the coming year because one of the things that we want to do is, again, position RFC as, as a focal point for um, revitalizing the film industry here in this town. And then we also have an event space where we host all types of events, corporate meetings, weddings, you name it, we have it. And I, I don't think a lot of people know that, that you have a wonderful event area. It's it's very large. It can accommodate the small group or a very large group. Yeah, it's customizable. Um, and again, it's got a lot of audiovisual and high-tech information there, that's right? That's right. We've we've got it decked out. So if if you are interested, uh, you know, just go to our website, robinsonfilmcenter.org, and uh, contact us, and, and we can tell you how we can make your event better. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who do make this radio show possible. Here, listen to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebers Telling Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel.
Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Hebert's Stunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest. is Mr. Wendell Riley, who is the Executive Director of the Robinson Film Center here in Shreveport. And I've asked Wendell to come on our show to educate me and our radio listeners about this unique theater and what it can offer to you and your loved ones. So thank you, Wendell, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So we talked a little bit about his story. We're now we're going to talk about the Robinson Film Center. I've had a few uh, of my radio listeners ask me because we pro we we announce in advance who's on my show. So I get people that visits me in Brookshire's or at the grocery or at anywhere else I'm visiting, and especially at Silver Screenings. And they said, you know, we have if he just stay, we would ask you questions. So he's going to be on your show, Gary, which I announced that day, by the way. And I had some people come up to me and ask me a, a, a few questions that I'm going to ask you today. One of them is, are we unique? Is Shreveport, Louisiana, like the only one? Are there similar film centers with niche films and independent films in other parts of the country? Absolutely. So it is something that, um, you know, art house cinemas have been around forever. Um, They're called art house? Art house cinemas. Yes, absolutely. So these are cinemas that are sort of the counterweight to the cineplexes. Um, They typically have one or two screens um, and they show films that may not have the same box office draw as, say, a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie or something like that. Um, you know, every major city has one and every cinephile no. and, and, uh, every, um, every film student will probably tell you like the one in their hometown that they went to all the time. But what really makes Robinson unique is again, the, what we have in addition to showing those films, our education programming sets us apart. The fact that we have the bistro that sets us apart as well. Um, you know, there are, there, there's a growing demand for niche cinema experiences. So you have the rise of places like the Alamo Draft House, uh, or Studio Movie Grill. I think there's one in Tyler where you go and you can have a meal and watch a movie at the same time. Uh, it, the price point is a little bit higher, but it's a much more robust, cinema experience and it's a typically more mature audience that you go see the film with so you don't have to lean over and tell a bunch of 15 year olds to be quiet while you're trying to listen (laughs) to the movie um but you know robinson film center is the only one of its kind in the state of louisiana we are super special and there's none in baton rouge or new orleans not not in the same uh makeup as rfc not with the same level of activities around film, right? A lot of these these independent theaters, these art house theaters, they show the same types of films that we do, but they don't present them in the same way um, and not at the same uh, frequency that we do. We have a number of series that we have. You know, obviously we have silver screenings where we show classic cinema, um, but we also have date night. Uh, where it's essentially dinner and a movie and, and people come up and they have dinner with us. We do trivia. We have fun. We give away prizes. Uh, and then we all go downstairs and watch the film. And while that's happening, people can, you know, get a cocktail. We have 
special cocktails and, and <laughs> meals that are tied to the film that we're watching, right? We're very intentional about those things because what we want to do is make it a memorable experience. A lot of times these series films that we do, whether it's date night or heels and reels where the ladies come out in, in full force and they have a great time. <laughs> They're our most vibrant audience. Um, and they let us know what they think. And it's amazing. Um, but a lot of times these series, they're films that people know and love and they want the opportunity to come back and see it again on the big screen. So what we try to do is lean into that and make it a memorable experience. So having your friends come with you and you sit down, you have a meal, you have some drinks, you talk about the movie that you want to, you're, you're about to watch. Maybe bring someone who has never seen it before, whether on the big screen or on the small screen. We have a lot of folks that bring their kids to see it because they remember what it was like seeing that, you know, seeing Gone with the Wind on the big screen for the first time or seeing Meet Me in St. Louis or Christmas in Connecticut on the big screen for the first time. And they bring their kids along because they want to have that shared experience with their children. And that's usually really fun. I remember watching uh, Robocop, uh, which is a, a crazy AT sci-fi film. Right. Um, and... Uh, we we saw it at RFC, and while I was walking out, I heard uh, a, a, a young man, he was probably maybe 14 years old, um, maybe a little too young to see it, but um, anyway. <laughs> uh, and he was looking at his dad, and he looked up and he said, Dad, that was one of the craziest movies I've ever seen, and it was amazing. <laughs> and that was a really special thing, because film is a is a great way for people to connect, you know? Uh, it's a way for us to have dialogues about subjects um, of all uh, shapes and sizes, right? Things that may be difficult to talk about or things that collectively we want to experience, right? Um, in, a, in, a, in a meaningful way to bring us together. Um, you know, romantic comedies or, um, you know, some, some obscure uh, independent uh, foreign film that you haven't seen in decades, uh, that's that's how we approach programming. We want to make sure that anybody who comes to RFC not only has a, a movie-going experience, but a f an overall experience that they will remember when they leave. Well, the other thing I want to I give you kudos, you and your staff, because silver screenings have been super successful since your day for 15 years. And the other thing I will tell you, you probably are not aware of this, I am the executive director of a national association of boomer publication and senior publication throughout the United States and Canada. And a lot of my fellow publishers in those cities, large, most of them are larger than Shreveport, may have independent theaters, but they never promote them or they never, that those independent theaters never do anything for seniors and boomers. They may have sci-fi movies. They may have those independent, really weird movies, but very few do they promote any senior citizens like we do here in this report in Bossier City area. So it, it makes me real proud because some people ask, how does your theater do that? I said, it's not me telling them. They come up with the ideas. You should tell your independent theater in whatever city to do something for seniors and boomers. 100%. And, and that, thank you for saying that, 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 that actually really makes me feel good. I'm, I'm getting a little emotional. Um, <laughs> because, you know, the thing about RFC is it's, it's run by people who love movies. Um, you know, my predecessor, Rich Hansel, um, he's a, he's a filmmaker as well. And we get excited about films, um, 
through every era of, of Hollywood, right? Um, and a lot of the movies that we show at silver screenings, we obviously, because we weren't even born yet, we did not have the chance to see it when it was a first-run film. There's something special about watching a movie with an audience that remembers seeing it for the first time on the big screen. Um, you know, when we watched Meet Me in St. Louis this week, that's a film that I had only seen for the first time a few years ago. Um, and I told the story that my girlfriend introduced it to me um, after I introduced her to a really bizarre horror film. Um, <laughs> but then, I, you know, I asked the audience, how many of you have seen this before? And, I, you know, everybody put their hands up. And, and I was like, man, this is this is what cinema is all about, because they get to experience it in a in a in a much more in-depth way and i being a part of just me being there with the audience like that's special for me because i it's it's a way for all of us to connect across generations um in a way that you could never replicate sitting and watching it at home on on streaming or on dvd or blu-ray or whatever right well the other thing is those those 99 people that held their hands like me Probably saw it 40 years ago because this was 1944, 46, if I remember right. Yeah. So they might have saw it in the 50s, 60s, or 70s. I saw it in the 70s. But uh, that was a long time ago. Exactly. 30 years ago for me. Yeah. And, and, and I, and again, I think back to, I mean, I'm 46 and, you know, my, my, my daughter thinks I'm ancient, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still remember seeing, like, you know, Christopher Reeve as Superman um, when I was a young child. And, and I don't – I remember, like, colors and just spectacle and not necessarily what was actually happening in the film because I was way too young. But I know how much – how overwhelming that nostalgia is when I see Superman again and again and again. And it's not one of my favorite films, but it, it's a seminal film for me as a film lover – Right. And as a cinephile. So, again, I, I get excited about having the opportunity to provide that for for our audiences and, and, and for our boomer audiences in particular, because we take programming very seriously. Like when I pick a film for silver screenings, I want to make sure that it's a film that will resonate with the intended audience. And that when I see people get excited or they clap. At the end of the movie, like they did for me, me and St. Louis, that makes me feel really great as an executive director, but also as just a general film goer. Okay, one other question that was asked by uh, a couple of people uh, of me to, to ask you is: they understand the Robinson Film Center is nonprofit. How? What other funding? How can they afford some of these movies to bring in, and and especially with the small theater where, and we'd only generally run them a few times or sometimes just one time. How, how can we afford to, to do that? Well, tell you don't have to give all the specifics, but they just thought it's the, it's very reasonable, even the regular movies, but how can a small theater like this afford this? And you know, that's, that's the, the million dollar question, right? Um, you know, we, we try to, to make it affordable for everyone. And, and a big part of what sustains us is our memberships. Uh, and we have a number of membership levels. You can become a member as, at a price point of $55 a year. Or you can go all the way up to, you know, um, $5,000 a year. Those memberships help us 
bring films, you know, to the community, um, but also at a price point that makes it reasonable for everyone, right? Um, and and those memberships also fund our education. Every membership, we take a portion of that um, and we put it towards funding our education programming at RFC. Um, you know, we 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 do operate like any other business you know we we make money on our concessions we make a little bit of money on our box office um but it's we are a community organization and we are absolutely a non-profit so we rely on our community support the way other arts organizations here uh, in town do so that is why we try as much as possible to listen to our our audiences and and try to bring what they want because Without our audience, we literally would not have any reason to exist, and we could not sustain ourselves. True. So the the, the person I wanted to ask a follow up. He mentioned this. Do we get funding like other nonprofits from from various grants? Yeah, one hundred percent. We we do rely on grant funding as well. Um, yeah, and you know one of the things that that because we're unique in in the fact that um, we have such a robust education uh, division is that that helps us with our with our grant applications um, because a lot of granting organizations want to really focus on community impact right what are we doing to make this this region better so um, absolutely grant funding is one of the things that we we certainly rely on and so the other question from a lady who might not just for silver screens who determines what films go to the Robinson Film Center and Sometimes she was saying, how come they're showing it at Regal and they're also showing it at Robinson Film Center? Well, you know, that's that's one of the challenges that we have these days, because in the past, there was a very clear segmentation between like art house films and and Cineplex films. Now, Cineplexes, they show the films that we would typically show in the past. So now they have sort of encroached into our space and they're competing with us with sort of our own movies, right? But as you would see, we've also started to show some blockbuster films because that helps us a little bit. And, you know, quite frankly... Well, how a lot can of, the Robinson Film Center afford those blockbusters? I'm sure it's a big more premium than well, a, a classic like Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah, it's 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 really based on box office. You you give the studios a portion of your box office revenue. So So really, as long as we are able to show it, we can afford to... Because if the audiences come, the studio gets a cut, they're happy, and then we have a cut as well, and then we can sell concessions. Okay. Okay. Well, I've I've noticed that some of your programming and films are really up there. It's really amazing. Yeah, and and we have to because, again, um, you know, the the films that 10 years ago were only showing at RFC – now Regal shows it. Now Cinemark shows it, and I love Cineplexes. Um, but it's the 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 competition lines are much more blurred than they used to be. Oh. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now, work from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana Neighbors, standing country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel.
Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Abear's Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today as a special guest is Mr. Wendell Riley, who is the Executive Director of the Robinson Film Center located in the Shreveport area. I've asked him to come on our show to educate our listeners about this unique theater and what it offers to us throughout the area. Wendell, thank you for coming to our show. But I want to emphasize to my listeners, because I have wonderful listeners that listen to East in East Texas and Southwest Arkansas. We love them to come here. I mean, uh, and you can always go to their website at robinsonfilmcenter.org to see about your programming and, you know, come a weekend, come a weekday. Absolutely. Buy some tickets and, you know, come to one of our, our event screenings, our, our series screenings. Um where, you know, you can spend a few hours with us where it's not just to walk in, buy your popcorn, watch a movie, and then leave. Um, I don't know if you know this, but three or four people and silver screenings for the past were from East Texas. That's fantastic. They were from Marshall. They were from Wascom and even Longview. I love they, that. They drove all the way here for the day to go spend the whole day in Shreveport. And they started with the silver screenings and had lunch. And they were going to go shopping afterwards. Isn't that cool? That is amazing. And, you know, that's one of the things where um, long term, one of the things that I want to make sure that we do is to, to make RFC – one of those destination points, you know, um, my girlfriend and I, we we love going into East Texas and doing a day trip to a small town, uh, maybe that we've never been to before. And typically what we do is we look at what, you know, I do a quick Google search to see what there is to do, <laughs> you know, like, is there a cool coffee shop? Maybe there's a really nice restaurant. And then maybe one or two attractions that we can do and then make a day of it, you know. Um, so I want RFC to be that one of those focal points. So when people are looking at saying, Hey, maybe I want to do a day trip to Shreveport or maybe an overnight trip. Um, what can we do when we go there? I want RFC to be at the top of the list because you can get a meal, you can watch a film, um, and, and you can experience cinema in a way that you haven't done before. And Come, you can browse in the hallway. You yeah, see exactly. some wonderful posters. Say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and that it brings really, back memories too. So and, it, it and it shows the legacy of filmmaking in Shreveport, Louisiana. A lot of people often forget about how much, uh, great cinema has been made in this town. And, you know, to have a physical place where you can go and, and look at posters and go, Oh, that Kevin Costner film was shot here, or you know, um, you or know, Oliver Stone, Oliver Stone, Stone. Uh, yeah, and w. he went into our theater to, to fail to do some of his exactly, editing, exactly, and so many, um, so many folks have have graced the hallways of of RFC, Nick Cage, Sharon Stone. Uh, we tell each other those stories all the time. Um, you know, that's that's a part of our history, um, and and that's really special for a, a movie nerd like me. Well, and then I, I will tell you, because I got to do a little interaction with some of these producers and movie people. Gary wasn't involved, but Gary was an extra. But Gary talks a lot, Wendell, as you notice. I meet and greet anybody. <laughs> and I visit with Oliver Stone. I was in W, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. had he was very impressed with the Robinson film. We, we chit-chatted, and uh, he invited me with him and Nick Cage to go to one of the bars downtown after they went to do the screening at Robinson Films. Yeah. I didn't go, but guess who went? My daughter. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, That's great. So it's, it's a side story. But uh, they were a very, very interesting filmmaker, and they, they were very appreciative of the Shreveport and Bossier City area. Yeah, you know, last week um, we, we, we showed uh, the movie Till, uh, and it's about the Emmett Till story. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Keith Beauchamp, who is the writer and uh, producer of the film, uh, we were able to to bring him in to do wow. some Q&As. Um, so last Thursday, we had 160 middle school kids um, come in to see the film, and he was able to do a Q&A. And then um, in the evening, we had a sold-out screening, uh, and he was able to do a Q&A then as well. And this, he has been working on bringing this movie to the big screen for over 26 years. Wow. Uh, he had a personal relationship with, with Mamie Till Mobley, who was Emmett Till's mom, mm-hmm. until she passed in 2003. Um, and he has worked with so many civil rights leaders, including Rosa Parks. Um, just a, an amazing guy. I mean, he's only like two years older than me, which makes me wonder what I've been doing with my, <laughs> my life. Um, but he was, he was so impressed with RFC and with Shreveport and what we're trying to achieve in the film industry here in town. And he literally said, send me all of the photos that you have from the day because I want to send it to the studio. I want to send it to MGM to show them a place that is doing it right. Wow, a place that awesome. has, has a film that has social relevance they're bringing kids in the morning to see it and giving them the ability to ask questions ask questions and experience the film in a much deeper way and then doing the same thing for an adult audience later on that night. So awesome. that, again, that's the legacy that we're trying to continue at RFC. Well, I hope that continues that as well. So one thing that I, I learned from, from you but others, I've been seeing young people and middle-aged people tell me they're doing movie-making classes at the Robinson Film Center. So briefly tell us about that. Yeah, so we we have a number of K-12 through education programs. We have Teen Film Council, uh, where we keep our students basically throughout an entire, uh, sometimes a semester, sometimes a year, and we teach them the ins and outs of filmmaking. Um, We host field trips. We bring kids in. We show them filmmaking techniques. Um, we had, um, I believe, over 100 uh, Bossier, uh students uh, last month in the AIM program. So it's their gifted student program. And their theme this year is innovation. So when they contacted us, they said, well, what can you do to lean into that theme? And uh, we said, well, how about innovation through film? So we brought them in and we showed them special effects techniques. Oh, um, wow. And, and, I bet it impressed them. Oh, they loved it, you know. Um, and, and that's the great thing is that we lean on our filmmakers, our local filmmakers who make films for, you know, Netflix and, and, and Amazon and all of that. They come in and they're teaching kids. So th- we take it very seriously. Um, and we try to have our instructors be very knowledgeable and, and typically practicing uh, in their field. So it's not somebody who maybe made a movie 10 years ago, you know, <laughs> a short film or something like that. Um, but then we also have um, adult pr- um, filmmaking programming like uh, Filmmaking 101. So we have a lot of folks who I come should in. probably go to that, right? Yeah, who just in- – we have, you know, <laughs> intro to screenwriting, um, okay. uh, editing, um, 
um, production, you know, and, and these are people who they run the gamut from folks who want to work in the film industry, but it's also folks who just have spare time and they, they just want to learn more about a medium that they love. And they come and they sit with our filmmakers and, and, and we try to teach them techniques and, and it helps them appreciate movies in a much more uh, uh, robust and uh, uh, on a much deeper level. So any of these seniors and boomers are taking this, get their iPhones and go out there and make movies? 100%. I mean, <laughs> iPhones are way better than some of the cameras that uh, people were shooting on just five or six years ago. And we, we actually, when we teach our kids to make films, uh, we tell them that they should go shoot on their iPhones. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that great? Well, thank you for joining us today. It's been quite educational. I wish you con- continued luck. And uh, we didn't even tell the location. The location is on Texas Street, 617 Texas 617 Street. Texas Street. And there you. is available parking. People, something gets frustrated. We have parking at the end of the, the block toward the church, as well as there is some parking behind, free parking behind the Robinson Film Center. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, street parking is not that expensive as well. Uh, but, you know, listen, we, we have... A, we have we're so excited to bring the community to RFC, and, and I hope I see all of you at the movies. So the website, Robinson Film Center, that's R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N, filmcenter.org. Their phone number is 318-459-4122. Again, that's 459-4122. Do visit their website. You'll learn about all upcoming special events, including silver screenings, including their heels and reels, their Friday night freakout, their... Uh, Family matinee, family and, matinee, date night, yeah, and all these special events, which which are it's a great thing to take a loved one or friend or a family or the family, right? One hundred percent. We have something for everyone uh, of all ages. Well, thank you, Wendell, for joining us today on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you. Everyone, please tell your friends to listen to our Saturday show each and every Saturday morning so they can learn about information that might benefit them or their loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of The Best of Times at one of our 270 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.